everyone, and welcome to the Galacta Podcast. I am Lauren Romo, and with me, as always, is my cousin and fellow nerd, Andrea Gutierrez. Bright suns. Bright suns. What's going on? Just chilling. Chillaxing. I'm such a procrastinator, and I, uh, while I was trying to prepare for this episode, I just, you know, didn't really do it until the last, you know, two hours. <laughs> that sounds like us, though, because... <laughs> Well, that's when I do my best work, you know? <laughs> Under pressure? Under same. pressure. Same. Same. That's that's what I do my best work. <laughs> I think it's a Romo thing. I think it is. Cause I think so. Oh, I yeah. Know, it's I know other Romos that are like that. Yes. Yes. It's, it's definitely a trait. Let's just say that. <laughs> it runs it runs deep in our in our blood, in our heritage. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, we're going to have some fun today. We're going to continue our conversation on Ahsoka, all things Ahsoka. We're really excited. We had some fun last week or last episode uh, talking about her intro and all that. So we're going to take a deeper dive into her overall arc in uh, certain eras within Star Wars. But before we do all that fun stuff, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are Star Wars Podcast that discuss anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it, and we talk about it. All right, Ange. Back on Ahsoka. Uh, last week, we talked about how we were introduced to her and her introduction to the fandom and uh things within that type of you know discussion but now we we kind of want to get into the weeds a little bit and talk about her and the different eras of star wars and we're going to start with obviously clone wars this is where she started this is where her journey began and this is where obviously a lot of us fans uh met her obviously this is where we meet her uh in her story you know some and we talked about it last week some people haven't watched it and it's going to be really cool for people to, I think, like you said last week, experience it in a very Star Warsy way where they're meeting a character in a certain time, but then they can go back, right, and watch this her complete journey. So I'm I'm super pumped. I'm super excited to talk about her Clone Wars arc because I think personally, and I know this is how you feel, Andrea, her journey through Clone Wars her arc, even though her story is not done, right? I mean, there's, we got the new show, obviously, and many, hopefully more, more stories of her to come. But her journey through, through Clone Wars itself is probably the best arc, I would argue, in the Clone Wars show. And I think it, I mean, and I put up, I think it's her, in my opinion, I think it's Ahsoka, and I think it's Asajj. Their two arcs in Clone Wars are probably the best for me. Like, overall, I think they're fantastic. But I think Ahsoka's is the best. Because I really feel, and this is where I want to start, Andrew, I really feel like she is, like, the main, almost the main focus of Clone Wars, if that makes sense. And maybe I'm off, but, like, obviously Clone Wars is about that, you know, the this fight between the Republic and the Separatists and all that. But in the show, obviously, we follow the clones, which is a huge thing. That's This is where we meet a lot of our our best friends in the clones. But then I really feel 
and I'll throw it to you, Ange. I feel like it's it's Ahsoka too, her journey. Even though we do have Obi-Wan and Anakin and a lot of the other Jedi, this is really kind of her journey. We see it through her. That, that's just how I feel about it. Kind of where where do you go with that? If I if I say that to you, where, where do you go? Yeah, I do think she her story is told and I wouldn't say the purpose of the Clone Wars is to tell Ahsoka's story, but she helps. Um, she's entwined in every aspect of the Clone Wars and the Jedi that are affected by this war. So, like, I think when you look at Ahsoka's arc and you immediately want to go to Ahsoka and Anakin... But then when you also get introduced to Ahsoka and Padme, Ahsoka and Yoda, Ahsoka and Rex, and you you get access to all these other characters in a very deep, meaningful way because of her character, and I think that's the best part about the Clone Wars. So without her, I just don't think the Clone Wars would be as impactful and thought-provoking. I think it would just be battles, right? Which is cool and action and, you know, it's whatever. But what we get, because she is so entwined in this this era, I mean, it's just fantastic storytelling. And it's fantastic storytelling that stretches across so many different genres of star wars so mandalorian uh star wars jedi star wars uh war galactic empire star wars like she's she's entwined in all those freaking things and that's what i think makes her such an essential character and then such an impactful character and to see like like you said like what she came from just this this small character that no one had ever heard before after you know the original trilogy and the prequels were established then all of a sudden you want to throw this new character in here and then the fact that they were able to arc her story and and then allow it to um like penetrate through everyone else's story it was it's perfect it really is yep no i agree and you've talked about that before where you feel that her journey through through this show it not just like you're just saying not that it just impacts anakin which is the biggest thing obi-wan it you know impacts how uh his, their interactions but her overall presence within just the jedi order i mean talk about when she you know i mean i don't want to jump obviously too far but like Again, you you get to that point in her arc where she feels like, I can't do it anymore. I'm done with the Jedi. Not to jump forward, but if you think of how Clone Wars ended, uh, like, prematurely, it pretty much ended with Ahsoka. And then when you get those lost episodes, like season six, in quotations, you have Yoda contemplating Ahsoka leaving. And then you move back into season seven and it's all Ahsoka. It's just, I mean, it just shows her importance. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's in, it's really incredible how they took that character and made it to where she is so vital to the story. 
not just to these couple characters, right? Not just to Obi or Anakin, like we've been saying, but to the entire story, to that entire era, you know, Commander, you know, Commander Tano. I mean, the respect, again, jumping to, like, again, there's so much to talk about, but, like, that moment in season seven where the 501st paint their helmets. I need to get that helmet. The same. It's, it's pre-order right now, isn't it? It I might think. be. It yeah. might be. It might be. That's probably one of the best moments in Clone Wars. And again, that just shows her arc, right? And just like you said, though, too, Andrea, and that's, a, and that's such a good point. When she does leave in season five, that's where we, as fans, a lot of fans at the time, we had no idea what happened to her because there was no season six, right? There was no actually, there was no right. season seven. It was all done. We we that that story had been told, and that would have been honestly, if that's how her story ended, and we don't see her again, that's a pretty damn good arc. I mean, I don't know how, would you feel that? I mean, obviously I feel like we would, we would want more stories with her, but I mean, if, if they said, no, that was it, right? Unfortunately, we're not making any more. We don't get, you know, any other material, right? We, we're not getting the show. That character, I think is still huge for oh, me. Oh, yeah. You I feel mean, that way? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. And to rewatch and to really pay attention to her growth and her how she matures throughout there to like rewatch it and then like and to know where she goes, I mean it just is so powerful. Um, I wouldn't. I I don't know. I don't think there could ever not be enough Ahsoka content. I'm gonna be dead serious. Agreed. Agreed. I'm with you. I'm with you. I I, I don't. I want it all. Like, Dave, if whatever story you want to tell, man, whether it's in, like, a little Tales of the Jedi that we'll talk about in, you know, in a future episode, I, I want it all, man. I, I do. I love this character. I want to know what she went through. Because there are parts, we talked about it last week, there are still, like, gaps that we don't know. Do we need it? Again, and I say that, but do I need every single moment? No, like, I don't need, but I, I want to know more. Right? I want to follow her journey because, again, you we start out with her showing up in that Clone Wars movie as the Padawan to Anakin Skywalker. That's insane to think about, right, as fans. We talked about it last week where a lot of fans, Andrea, you said yourself included at first. No, dude, that wasn't, no, this doesn't make sense. Why is she here? What are we doing? She's just a, you know, kind of a, a snippy kid and all that, like, totally makes sense. But then you look at her journey through this Clone Wars. I mean, again, being being Anakin's Padawan and having to keep up with not just him, obviously, but she had to keep up with Obi-Wan, too. Like, that that's a lot. I mean, those two are already, you know, <laughs> a class in themselves as far as, you know, how they do things. But then to, for her to learn... From both of them. I mean, obviously Anakin mostly, but she learned from uh, Obi-Wan. She learned from Plo Koon. She learned from Yoda. You know, I mean, some of my favorite episodes of her are when she is kind of by herself. 
that when she's with the younglings, right? When she is um, on that island uh, trying to save the Wookiees, you know, like there's so many, like just those little moments that she is on her own, right? She's doing a mission by herself and she does it her way, right? Maybe it's not quote unquote Anakin's way or Obi-Wan's way, but she finds her way through this whole, you know, uh, Clone Wars show. And then again, we get to, I know we talked, we get to the end where she is at the point where, you know, she feels like they betrayed her and rightfully so they did. We'll talk about that. And then she feels like I can't, you know, I'm, I have to walk away from the thing that I have been doing for basically my entire life, fighting in a war that I really, you know, that she made a, even at, you know, at times towards the end felt like it was, you know, what the purpose of it was for, especially when she gets, you know, charged with, you know, doing things that she didn't and how the Jedi didn't have her back. Her journey is so good. And then again, Season five, that was it, right? We don't see her until Rebels. And that's insane. But then, thankfully, because of the love that people have for Clone Wars, they do season seven. And we literally, eight out of the 12 episodes are about Ahsoka. And it's probably some of the best Star Wars. I mean, the moment we see her in season seven, when she's with the Martez sisters, all the way through the end, man, that is some of the best Star Wars, in my opinion. You know? So, I mean, it, your, the moments for you, Andrew, anything? What, uh, yeah, go, what, what else do you want to talk about? What else you got? Well, bef- before we get to our, our like, favorite <clears throat> Clone Wars moments or how we feel the essential Clone Wars episodes uh stack up what how do you feel about so ahsoka's purpose to as a padawan was to teach anakin about attachment right that was yoda's whole purpose of why he wanted anakin to have a padawan is to teach Anakin to let go of his emotional attachments. Yoda even says, like, in the Clone Wars movie, to let go of his pupil, a greater challenge it will be. So that that was the whole reason. They Because they knew with the process of becoming a Padawan to becoming a Jedi Knight to becoming a Jedi Master, you, you train with a Master, and then once you achieve Knight status and you go through your trials, then you get let go, right? And you go off on your own. And that was what Obi-Wan and Yoda wanted Anakin to experience, to create um, this relationship and then to allow it to be its own and, and to let it go. Do you think that was the best thing? Do you think that, that, that Anakin learned that lesson and that, or do you think it was something that fueled his turn to the dark side? Ooh, that's a good question. I think it I think it showed him attachment. It did. Did it backfire? That's that's hard to say because I think I think his attachment to Padme was obviously was already there. Right? 
But I also feel like Obi-Wan and Yoda knew that. And they were like, we can't, like, split that up. So we got to introduce something else. Like, it it really bothers me when you rewatch things and you kind of learn, like, this, the um, secrets that the Jedi had and the lack of open communication and um, sticking to rules um, and not really um, bending to um, human needs really bothers me right and it's very well displayed in in this entire show and through ahsoka and anakin's relationship and anakin padme's relationship i don't know where i was going with this but (laughs) but no i i i get what you're saying because again it was it wasn't that he didn't already have that kind of going on this whole attachment thing did they already know Probably, or at least maybe had an inkling of an idea, especially Obi-Wan probably, because he was all, he was always by Anakin and Padme. So like, I mean, and Obi-Wan's not a fool. I mean, he even says it in season seven, like tell, you know, when he goes off to like talk to her secretly and, you know, he says, tell, you know, tell Padme I said hi or whatever. Like he knew, but they just didn't speak about it. So I think, but to go back to like, you know, the reason why Ahsoka was set to Anakin. Yeah, it was to maybe teach him like, hey, you know, attachment, you you know, it's, there's a fine line, right? You got to be able to let it go when needed, right? You have to be able to detach from your attachments or you will fall down that dark side hole, right? Forever will it consume you. So I think they were trying to maybe again, yeah, maybe teach him that lesson. But I think again, like you like you brought up earlier, like as part of a the Jedi process, right? Was from Padawan to a, like to be a Jedi Knight, to have a apprentice, right? To have a Padawan teach them to become a Jedi master. Like it was just like maybe part, you know, it's part of the, the, the teachings. Right. But there might've been an extra incentive and a reason why I think they did do that to Anakin, you know, is to have him maybe open his mind up a little bit to, to a different type of attachment, not just the attachment of like love that he had for Padme, but the attachment of and his mother. Right, and his mother, good point. That's a really good point, Ange. But also to teach him a different kind of attachment to, like, friendship in a different way than him and Obi-Wan had. You know what I'm saying? Like, where he's responsible, right? He is responsible for Ahsoka. I mean, he and how many times did he, did he say that in Clone Wars? I'm responsible for you, Snips. I'm responsible for you. So, like, it's a different type of attachment that they were maybe trying to teach him. So then maybe with that lesson, he would be able to use that in the other attachments that he had, right? So yeah, I mean, there could have been under like underlying reasons, but I think it did help because honestly, if you think about it, without Ahsoka, in my opinion, and I'm kind of jumping really, really ahead, but like, when we get to Rebels into that moment that we will obviously discuss when we get there, but like the moment that she realizes 
you know, he is Darth Vader and they fight. Like, that is a moment where I think he almost turns. He almost turns because of how important she was. But I think because of her, though, fast forward to when his son, Luke. Ah, perfect. <laughs> right? Yeah. He is able to do what is necessary. Exactly. It's almost like they wanted to teach him the lesson of letting go, but he instead uh, like, in, uh, invites the, the feeling of compassion, right, that later in his life he uses to bring balance to the Force to save his son, right? So it's so funny. It's like, uh, what do they say? Um, like, uh, you plan and like, oh, God, I can't remember. I'm going to look it up. It's like you plan and God laughs or something like that, right? Because no matter how well you, you plan, right, it, something else is going to happen to put you in the position that you you were supposed to be in if you believe in those types of things. And that's exactly what happens throughout this entire era of Skywalkers and Ahsoka and, and Yoda and Obi-Wan and, and all of that. Everybody thinks that they can put certain... And Palpatine, they think they can put certain things in place and that's going to get them to a finish line. And it never happens that way but it happens the way it's supposed to so it's just really fascinating the force wills it right it's how the force yeah it is it's the will of the force so i like really love that the intention of yoda was to give anakin a padawan to teach him the lesson of letting go if she goes through the proper steps and gets to the end and then graduates from being a padawan to a to a jedi knight but that never happens, right? Right? The force the force wills what what is is what it wants. So it's so fascinating how that story played out and how it was um structured by by Dave Filoni, George Lucas, everybody else that um had um a say involved, in what happens yeah. with Ahsoka. It's like, yeah, man, maybe we can have her graduate to a Jedi Knight and Anakin lets her leave and Anakin goes on and whatever, like, you know, and it just didn't happen that way. It's it's awesome storytelling. No, I agree. And again, it just shows that how they structured it, just like you're saying. Yoda gives Anakin a Padawan and it's Ahsoka for a specific reason. Because, again, even that might have been like, Specific as to why he chose Ahsoka. Could have been anybody. Right? Could have been any any Jedi. And maybe, you know, maybe it turns out differently with a different Padawan. You know, if it was, let's just say, what if it was a a male figure or a different type Caleb of... Caleb Dune. Right. Do things happen the same way? I don't think so. I think Ahsoka is that special. Just like you're saying, because of the Force, there's a reason why Ahsoka was picked by the Jedi Council to be Anakin's Padawan. Right? Because there's a reason, because the connection to them is was is so strong, as we know through Clone Wars, right? Ahsoka, you know, her journey is as important as Anakin's journey. Right? They go through a lot together. I mean, you go go to the mortis arc. 
you know, yeah, everybody, when you talk about the Mortis arc, you talk about Anakin, right? Yeah. But you got to talk about Ahsoka in that arc, too. Because of her, because of what the son, you know, the brother or the, you know, the son does to Ahsoka and, like, makes her, like, uh, not dark side, but, you know, changes her mind or whatever. Anakin then sees... You know, that, oh, crap, maybe what I have been teaching so far to Ahsoka, you know, because she says all those things about, you know, you never let me do what I want to do or, you know, it makes him think, right? And then without her going through the Mortis arc, Morai, the daughter, saves Ahsoka. Right on. I mean, hello, that is huge. Like... Like, that is huge. So, again, her journey through this entire series is amazing. You know, and again, those little those little moments of her going on, on her own that we talked about, you know, they just show how in-depth the character is. And I believe, I did the math, and out of the 133 episodes that we have in the Clone Wars series, 54 is how many Ahsoka appears in. That's a lot. That's 40, like 40%. Yeah, dude, she's a main character in Clone Wars. There's a reason why this, you know, this entire journey, we follow her a lot of the time. Because it is about her. It is about her journey. As much as it is about Anakin, you know, Anakin's journey through Clone Wars, right? Yeah, that's... But even at that, though, we kind of already knew his his journey, right? We knew Revenge of the Sith already came out. We and we know the story. We know who Darth Vader is, right? We know that he was Anakin. We know that he was a Jedi Knight. So that's why I feel like that the Clone Wars, her arc in Clone Wars, Ahsoka is the best one because it really is about her, in my opinion. It really is. It's about Ahsoka and her journey through Clone Wars. And like you said, Ange. Her impact, her imprint in this era cannot be overstated because it's it affects Anakin, it affects Obi-Wan, it affects Yoda, it affects all the clones, Rex especially, you know, and then when you get to that, you know, her, the, the end of season seven, and it's her and Rex. And they're putting those helmets on the um on the the fallen clone, you know, clone troopers, man. She drops the saber. That's powerful stuff. That's really powerful stuff. And that's really good storytelling. You know, so any other final thoughts on kind of her whole arc in Clone Wars before we kind of dive into maybe some of our favorite moments and all that? No, I'm ready to dive in. Yeah, this again, a lot of fun. For me, I was trying to find some episodes, and I was, I was hard to pick because they're so good. <laughs> There's just so many. But I want before we do ours, I want to talk about the Disney Plus essentials that they have for her. Okay, so there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, I believe. Or do I have? Hold on, let me count again. One, two, three, eight. Yeah, okay, I have eight. So the first one that I have is season one, episode two, Rising Malevolence. 
Yeah, there is eight, but then there's like um there's also like a couple that have like a a group, right? So Yeah, that's yeah, true. Keep going. Yeah, so we have Rising of uh Rising Malevolence. We have then season one, episode nineteen, Storm over Ryloff. We then jump to season three, episode twenty-one, Pad of One Lost. Season three, episode twenty-two, Wookiee Hunt, which is really good. Two really good, good episodes. And then basically the all-time, you know, all-time arcs of all arcs in season five is her trial, and then that episode right before that of sabotage. So it's season five, episode seventeen, sabotage. Episode 18 of season 5 is The Jedi Who Knew Too Much. Episode 19 in season 5 is To Catch a Jedi. And then season 5, episode 20, The Wrong Jedi. And those are the essential Ahsoka Tano's. But then you, there's also season 7 they have in there as well, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah. then the rest of, right. And then the rest of the... Um, the Martez sister and right. then Siege of Mandalore are all right. in there. Clone Wars, and then it moves to Tales of the Jedi and Rebels. Yeah, so it has all the, and then the whole obviously last part of season seven, basically <laughs> all those, uh, what eight episodes or whatever. So yeah, so then there are what sixteen total. Then yeah, in the Clone Wars era, anyway, Clone Wars era. So a lot of good stuff. Again, I hard hard to say that these aren't good right they're good episodes i might have i mean i don't i don't argue with obviously all that the last four episodes of season five yeah all of the uh you know eight episodes in season seven yeah yeah um i would and then the wookie hunt and the padawan lost i can't not gonna get an argument from me i personally would add some other ones, but but they're they're the ones that I, I think are you know some of my favorite ones. But your overall thoughts, though, Ange, on the essential list of just the Clone Wars era that they have, you deal with it like you're good with it, not good, or just it is what it is. I'm good with it. I watched it, but what I noticed is that when you click on one episode, right? Let let's say you go to season one, episode two, Rising Malevolence, right? great episode shows you ahsoka learning a lesson about failure uh, and you get to see a really great dynamic between her and anakin and um what she learns from like losing um a crew and then all that stuff but then like the essentials jumps right to episode 19 storm over ryloth which is the exact same thing and exact same lesson like again actually so rising malevolence is actually when uh, Plo Koon gets lost and and the Jedi Order wants them to do something and it, Ahsoka's like, no, I want to do this instead. So they're they're kind of like the same type of episode. Um, but what I don't like is that when you click on that first one, it doesn't then take you to 19. It just throws you into the loop of to the Clone Wars. Of Clone yeah. Wars and you can get, get kind of lost. So it's weird. I wish there was some sort of like path that would keep you on the essentials path to just do those those greatest hits, I guess you could call them, instead of just throwing you back into a part of the Clone Wars and then all of a sudden you're like, oh wait, I'm watching another episode that's not it has nothing essential. to do with Ahsoka. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. It is 
it is kind of weird. I, and I don't even know how that, how they could do that. Because when you do start a clone war, like, yeah, it just, it just goes, you know? So that I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I wish they could though, because it would make it way easier for people to watch it. How it's, how, what they want the, um, you know, what essential episodes they want people to watch. I think jumping from season one and completely over season two to three is huge, hugely disrespectful. Because there's there are episodes in season two. Because I believe that's the one. Give me one moment. But there are. I mean, she's in Cargo of Doom, Children of the Force, Bounty what? Hunters, The Weapons Factory. The Weapons Factory is a big one. There Brain are some invaders. really yeah. There are some really good episodes in season two. I get it because I mean, what you could just obviously they could just do every single episode that she's in as essential. Fair, you got to narrow it down, and I think the important ones that they have are good. But yeah, no season two though is kind of odd when there are some really good ones with her. The reason I would. Um, and I kind of also picked these as my favorite as like season two, episode six, Weapons Factory, and then episode eight, Brain Invaders, is because it really establishes the storyline of Barris Offy and Luminar Unduli. And you That's also have some really good conversation about um, what it means to be a Jedi, what it means to be a Padawan. You get to see the different styles of Luminara and Barris and how she is already accepting of um, if she was to lose her Padawan. And then you get to see the drastic difference of Anakin and, and uh, Ahsoka and how he would do anything to make sure that she stays alive. So it, I think to me, I, in that essentials list, I for sure would throw in season two, episode six and episode eight. Obviously, you could put seven in there too because it's the in between. But right, that's, right. that's more Obi Wan and Luminara. Yeah, no, that's fair. But it kind of completes the completes the arc for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's not too much I would take out with what they put in the Clone Wars because it it is. I mean, especially season five, season seven. I mean, yeah, those are muy muy importanto <laughs> for her character so yeah you gotta put those but there are some other ones i think like you're saying in season two that should be added and maybe they'll update it who knows you know but yeah i mean i, I don't hate it i think these are good if somebody like we talked about last last time if somebody wants to just do some quick quick watches and kind of just get maybe a sense of the character. Solid list. Solid list. I think they could you could dive deeper. But yeah, solid list that they have. Yeah, I really, I like the list for someone that's never watched um, The Clone Wars. Or yeah. know any knows anything about Ahsoka. Because again, Ahsoka's character, um, like, intertwines between other characters. So you get to experience more people just by following these essential episodes. Um, so I, I do, I do like the list and, um, man, man when you rewatch it, you're like, God, Clone Wars is so good. <laughs> it really so is. Good. And so honestly, good. I would, the only thing I might add is obviously they should put the movie. I mean, I know it's not a Clone Wars, yeah, but like, I, I would say, Hey, 
you should watch that because this is kind of her intro. So like you should watch it. But I know it's not technically because it's a movie, right? It's not in the Clone Wars series, but right. it takes place. So, but yeah, I would, I would definitely put like a asterisk somehow and be like, watch the movie first and then dive into these other episodes. But yeah, no, I, I can't, I have no qualms. I think it's a solid list. Good, good watches. If you want to kind of get a sense of who the character is before the show. Yeah. Especially in the Clone Wars era, just because there, there's a lot more, like you were saying earlier, Ange, because then they do after Clone Wars, they have the Tales of the Jedi stuff. They get into the Rebel stuff. They get into the Mando, Boba Fett of it all. So it's a solid, again, if you, if you want to get into this character, it's a solid start. And I would, I would recommend it for sure. Now, I know you mentioned some of your favorites. What, what other episodes, what essential three, and then if you got some honorable mentions, uh, are your Ahsoka ones that you would recommend? Um, so I would recommend uh, the Storm over Ryloth because, and it's funny when you, and that's season one, episode 19, and that, um, for being like a 25 minute episode, there's a lot that happens in it. Like a lot. It's like, whoa. And you, me rewatching it, I was kind of like, man, I don't know how, how Ahsoka survived. She's such a brat in this one. And why won't she listen to Anakin? And you Lauren's hurt. Like what is going on? Like <laughs> just shut up and listen, you know? But I think it's necessary to experience those feelings with Ahsoka because then when you get to through her growth and her maturity, you're like, holy crap. It It's just, it's so impactful to see the way that she, how defiant she was when she first came along. And I know I've said this before, but it's also very awesome to see Anakin instruct her because, again, I'm going to say this. Yes. It's exactly what Anakin needs to hear for himself. It is so beautiful how the relationship between a master and apprentice a mentor and a mentee a a sponsor and a sponsee all that like when you're when you are giving lessons or giving recommendations or telling somebody what it's like to be you it's it's you need to hear it as well too it's your own lesson and i feel like that uh just really 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 um is shown in that episode i mean there's this one time where ahsoka says sometimes you even get carried away and anakin says is all that means is i know what you are going through it it is so good and it's just really great to again to see ahsoka transition into a commander and the clones having to take uh direction from her and then even Yularen comes around and, and talks about how her plan is um, the right way to go, even though it's it's bold and risky. It's it's just a it's a good short episode to teach you like where she came from um, in the beginning. Yeah, no, that's a that's a solid episode. I think it's a really good good one for somebody to jump into, especially if they want to know that character. Um, my one of them for me. And I, I was, I was thinking in like arcs, but I mean, obviously, there's episodes in arcs. So like the arc of the young Padawans that she goes on, right? Great. The ga- the gathering, love it. Um, a test of strength, bound for rescue, necessary bond. Those are all four really solid episodes. Out of that, 
four, I would probably say I think it's a test of strength is the one where they where the pirates affect because the gathering is when the Padawans are getting their crystals. So I think the beginning of kind of that arc of her kind of like trying to rescue Ahsoka, but they end up rescuing her, I think is a really solid showing of how brave she is, how bold she is, how much of a leader she really is. I mean, this is in season five. So, I mean, we've been with her for a while at this point, but it shows how far she has come and kind of who she is really as a, as a character. Because you really do see that season five really pushes her to seven, right? To be somebody that is still doing the right thing or teaching lessons and helping others. That's that's who she is. Like, to its core, that's who Ahsoka is for me. So, yeah, I would say, again, arcs with the young Padawans, but specifically in that one, I'll go with the test of strength because it's when, again, she has to save, you know, she's trying to save them and uh, defeat the pirates on the ship and everything after they invade. And obviously... Our favorite pirate Hondo shows Hondo. up. So I mean, of course I'm gonna I'm gonna love that episode even more for sure. So yeah, that that's my that's one of my essentials is um is that one. I think it's really good, solid showing of again where she is at that point and it kind of shows who she is, I think, moving forward a lot too, for sure. Uh other ones, Andrea, what's your next one? What else you got? So I know we're going to agree on the wrong Jedi and the Siege of Mandalore. So I'm going to kind of push those. those fair. Off to the end. Oh, right. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, so uh, another one that I really like, and this is kind of like a like a fun extra. It doesn't really get into the lore too much. It's just kind of a fun episode. Season one, episode nine, Cloak of Dark Darkness, when Ahsoka and Luminara have to fight Ventress. Yes. It yep. is maybe essential if you think yep. about it, because you get to see Ahsoka and Ventress later um, somewhat teaming up to be able to prove Ahsoka's innocence. So um, I really like this episode. I think the lightsaber battles are great. I think the lessons that Luminara teaches Ahsoka are good. Um, Ahsoka is very defiant and she's able to save Lu Luminara as well. It's just a really fun episode, season one, episode nine. I like that. No, solid, 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 solid. That's a really good, really good call. Because again, it sets up later on. It sets up that betrayal between Barris and Ahsoka during her, her trial for sure. Good call. Good call, Ange. Um, my next one is actually, I talked about it a little bit earlier, but the Mortis arc. Again, specifically nice. when she is saved by the daughter and then she's trying to obviously uh, help Obi-Wan get Anakin out of the, the trance that he's under from the brother or the son. Again, it, it, that whole arc is so important in Star Wars. Not just to Anakin, but again, to Ahsoka, I will die on that hill of saying that. that I will. <laughs> that is such an important moment in her in her kind of um, journey. Because again, she is saved by the daughter, which has such ripples effects moving forward, as we know, because of the daughter, but because of the daughter believed that Ahsoka was the one that, you know, should be saved, right? The daughter, and, you know, that was her last thing that she wanted to do was to save Ahsoka. 
right? Because she felt that Ahsoka was so kind of worthy, right, of moving on and continuing her journey. Because I feel, again, this is just my opinion, I feel like the daughter knew how important Ahsoka was. She knew that she was a integral part of whatever the Force was wanting. Agreed. That's awesome. I that that is why I think that arc, but again, though that episode, I can't remember which one it was specifically, but that she is so worthy by these force wielding gods, right? That one of them believes so heartedly that she is so kind of pure of heart because the daughter is the light side, that she sacrifices herself to save Ahsoka. And then, of course, you know, as we believe, I, I mean, I don't know if it's really confirmed. I thought it was that Morai is a representation of the daughter. You know, Morai is a very important uh, character for Ahsoka, the owl, uh, for those who don't know. And that, again, that kind of gets into Rebels. But um, but I think they I think Morai does show up in Clone Wars. I can't remember which episode, but. She, you know, that journey that she goes on in the mortis arc is as important as again i will argue that it's as important as anakin's journey you know it's it's a very important arc overall and it sets a lot of things in motion in my opinion but specifically for soka so that's my that's my other essential for sure all right Ange, what else you got uh i brought this up earlier but season two episode six and episode eight uh, weapons Factory and Brain Invaders again with uh, Bears Afi and Ahsoka and a little bit of Luminara. Um, especially in Weapons Factory, you get to see the difference between Anakin and Luminara's teaching styles. You know, because <clears throat> Bears and Ahsoka are, are trapped and Anakin's like, I'm going to do whatever I can. And, and <laughs> Luminara's just like, meh. I mean, she's not mad. Let them about figure it. it out. She wants them to figure it out, though. Basically, right? Is but, how and I she said it, she yeah. says, but unlike you, when the time comes, I am prepared to let my student go. Can you say the same? And this was the purpose of why Yoda put Ahsoka with Anakin. This is um, a huge um, difficulty for um, Anakin to get past, and his attachments and his connections to things um, is ultimately what kind of fuels his turn to the dark side so to talk about this as early as season two in clone wars is is huge and then he and it's so it's so disappointing because he doesn't learn the lesson right he just doesn't he does does not learn the lesson he's like nope i'm gonna be bullheaded and i'm gonna lift this rock and we're gonna keep going until i find my padawan um which is great but you can just see like he's he's not catching on to what people are throwing at him. And then season two, episode eight, Brain Invaders is just awesome because the clones like get infected by a parasite. They turn, it's almost like a little, little tiny preview to Order 66. Um, it's kind of creepy. You get to hear about Geonosis. Um, and then Barris and Anakin, no, Barris and Ahsoka have a really, uh, good conversation about what's the difference between keepers of the peace and, and being warriors. Um, and that, that conversation kind of gets cut short, but you get to see that Ahsoka is, 
and Luminar and and Barris are just very challenged of is the is the Jedi Council's involvement in this war the the right thing to do, which completely like opens up at the end of season five. So um, I think this this episode is is definitely essential. I mean, and it is so essential that I think that thread, right, just like you said, goes from season five right to season seven. And that's where my last one is. And again, yeah, I think it goes without saying, but her last, the last eight episodes of season seven. But specifically, I will say, specifically though, the ones that we just follow her, not the Siege of Mandalore, which is, again, on its own, probably, I would argue, the best Star Wars that we have gotten in a very long time. Like story wise, you know, just the 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 overall visuals that they give us in the Siege of Mandalore, different podcast, different topic, but specifically Ahsoka's walkabout, I think is how they kind of termed it. But her right. journey after season five, right, which was devastating for a lot of fans because we don't know what happened to her, right? Because then, like we talked about earlier. Season five was it. We didn't we didn't know where she was going to be. And then she randomly shows up in Rebels. And we're like, what did she do up until then? Well, then Clone Wars came back with season seven. And we see her little journey with the Martez sisters. And I will, again, fight and claw on this hill to say that this arc in particular with the Martez sisters is probably the most crucial arc for Ahsoka because it showed that she is still, even though she is not a Jedi, that she cannot let those things, her Jedi ways go. She can't blend in. She can't be that person just to really walk away because her instincts is to always help people. And she helps the Martez sisters, even though she knows their story, even though she knows that, you know, the Jedi, specifically Luminara, basically, you know, after, you know, the whole chase uh, with Cad Bane early on in the Clone Wars, crashes into one of those, like, um, towers or whatever that have the different levels, crashes and, you know, obviously um, kills the Martez sister's parents. And then Luminara is the one that kind of goes to them and says, you know, we... Basically, like, we're sorry, but this is as the Force wheels it, and you will still, you know, you're still guided by the Force. You know, and again, not verbatim. But even at that moment where she, you know, they didn't know she was a Jedi, but then she had, you know, the instincts to still believe that what she's doing, even though some people don't believe in them anymore, that she knows that what her path is of still helping others, still fighting the good fight is what she should be doing. And that's why she gets back into the fight, right? That's why she joins Bo and tries to help free Mandalore in the siege. You know, like that arc with the Martez sisters is so important. And a lot of people bag on it for whatever reasons because of the Martez sisters or because of this, because of that, I think it's crap. It's so important. Agree or disagree, Andrea? 
I agree. I think one of my favorite things about that arc is being able to see Ahsoka um, in combat without her lightsabers. Yes, yes. Um, because I feel like that's how she defeated Maul um, at the end of the Siege of Mandalore. So that was one thing I is like a small thing I really liked about that arc. But again, it just it reminded me a little bit of when you read the Ahsoka novel, and I mean that comes up a little bit later in Tales of the Jedi, and we'll talk about that. But um, Ahsoka's call for action, she just cannot stand by when someone needs help, and that's what the Jedi were meant to be. It's uh, Ahsoka's core, and it is part of the reason why she decided to leave the Jedi Order because they had turned away from that. So, um, yeah, and it I, took I, the Martez sisters for her to realize it. I know. It's That's so why good. they're so important. They're so like, important. I will, I will again die on that hill to explain why. Here's my essay. Here's my TED talk on why Ahsoka, the Martez sister, is such an important journey. It is. It's such an important journey for her to go on. You know, like it's it's so important. And there's a reason why they, you know, had her go through that. Because at the end of the day, when they tell her, you know, that this is who you are, right? After they find out she's a Jedi and after they kind of realize that, you know, maybe the Jedi aren't bad. And she changes them. To get into the fight. Again, guys, it's so important. Their journey is so important. Those three characters, you know, their journey, but specifically Ahsoka, man, it pushes her back into the fight. You know, and it 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 to go it takes her down a, a completely different path, but also a similar one, right? Maybe not as a quote unquote Jedi. And like you talked about last week where Filoni, you know, in the, I think it was the Empire Magazine where he said she's a wanderer now. Yep. Love it. I love that. I, I And I think that works for me. Because she is that wanderer type now, right? She is a Jedi that wanders to help. Like she's not, she's not part of the Order anymore. She's a former Jedi, right? But she's doing what a Jedi would do. And it's because of what her experience is specifically again with the Martez sisters and that journey of saving them, she does what she's doing right now. I think if Ahsoka was around for the High Republic, she would be a way seeker. I 100% agree with that. 100% agree with that. Yeah. She would be the perfect way way seeker. Yeah. She would fit the profile. I know. You know, I, I love that. I like that a lot. Like that a lot, but yeah, that's my three, you know, again, essentials that I think are important to to watch for members or for you know viewers that haven't watched it. Watch the you know watch what watch what Disney Plus has, but then make sure you kind of you know get some other stuff too. Uh, any honorable mentions? One. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what else you got? Oh, honorable yeah, mentions. I have mentions. <laughs> Remember you were like, should we do three or five? And I was like, three. And you're like, nah, and a couple of honorable mentions. And then I realized, yes, we need more than three. <laughs> so what what honorable mentions do you do you have? Um, you got? I mean, the last arc of season five, I've obviously, but really highlighting episode twenty, the wrong Jedi, where um Anakin 
identifies that it was Barris that um, framed Ahsoka, that Ahsoka was not the murderer of these Jedis, did not set off a bomb in the Jedi Temple, that it was actually Barris Authy. And um, it is so crazy because, like, Ahsoka didn't see it coming. And then when, when Anakin escorts her into the, the temple or wherever they're at doing her trial, um, just, it's so fascinating, one, to hear what Barris says about um, how the Jedis are the ones responsible for the war, uh, that they've lost their way, um, and that they've become the villains in this conflict. It and it's like, yeah, man, you're you're right, you're so right, but you just went about it um, the wrong way, um, and you're kind of almost bl blaming the wrong people. You're kind of blaming the wrong people because you also had a hand in that as well too. And her not taking full responsibility and then becoming the villain herself—it's just all so fascinating. Um, but the part that is just huge is the end, right? So I'm going to get a little uh, crotchety about <laughs> a couple things. Cause, um, what do you got? Dude, when uh, when Mace Windu is like, this oh, was I hate, a great trial. I, hate I was Mace. like, bro. I hate, Mace. I hate Mace so much with a passion during this whole thing. I, I can't stand that part. I can't stand that part. Just the visual of it. Just her, like this powerful female. And then these men standing around her and um like saying like oh actually we this this is the will of the force and actually this was a great trial As you bro actually you are now a better jedi because of this like honestly this like, was I, your great trial get out this of was your oh it reminds uh, i haven't been on a taylor swift kick obviously but it reminds me of like the man lyrics when she says when everyone believes you what's that like like it Ooh, just like they yeah. never believed her from the beginning was it because she was I a will female say yoda i think yoda was probably the only one i agree but yoda was the only one yoda needs to speak up a little bit more like stop talking backwards and just come on but i feel like he again yoda being yoda he was letting the force do its thing. Work in mysterious ways, as Mace Windu said, bro. And honestly, so Ahsoka or Anakin's like, uh, they're asking you to come back to the Jedi Order, and she and he has that that thing in his hand, and she just folds yeah, the up Padawan his hand. Brain. Yeah, yeah. And then in that moment, her vape, her voice has so much growth and maturity, and she just says, "I'm sorry, Master, but I'm not coming back." It's like it's like a change. It's Ashley awesome. Eckstein was amazing. Amazing, amazing. I mean, because she really uh, was able to um, give you that youthful, defiant voice, and in that moment, she transitions her voice into this like deep maturity and and resolve. It is so freaking awesome. I mean, talk about just like a a great performance from a voice actor it's just outstanding and then the conversation that anakin and soka have about how he says sometimes he finds it hard and wants to leave the jedi order and, and she just says i know i freaking love it man i freaking love it it's so good it's good like again the more you watch that and just how she was treated and again yoda 
in Obi-Wan and Anakin are probably the three that knew. Yeah. And maybe Plo Koon. Yeah. Because he was the one, I think Plo Koon was the one that got her into the, if I remember, I think he's the one that brought her into the Academy. Yeah, and he then, was the one that found her when right, she was younger. Right, Little right. Soka. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love when he calls her Little Soka, too. Me, too. God, I love it. I love you, Pokun. But those ones, those four, were probably the only ones that vehemently knew that she did, had nothing to do with it. But then Mace and, you know, Bro. Conehead, man. I mean. <laughs> Moody, yeah. Yeah. And everybody else in that council was like, no. Like. I hated that I moment. I hate and you guys. I the way Tarkin you. was, the way Palpatine was. I mean, but what I loved was how even shocked Palpatine was, you know? I mean, I know he didn't plan, maybe didn't plan any of that. And he was That's probably tough, yeah. just, he was probably just so geeked because he was like, Anakin's Padawan is involved and this is going to break him. He was probably just waiting for it. And then to see that it didn't happen, it was so good. And you could argue now, though, and I, I'm glad you, with that thought process of, again, this whole idea of why Barris was doing it. A, how, who got into Barris? Was it just on her own? Because I feel like she must have been pushed by something. Was it, it was kind probably of, Luminara's death, right? It could have been, right? It could have been, or was Palpatine maybe talking to her in some way, shape, or form? And he wanted to, again, this was the plan of removing Ahsoka so he could get Anakin to fall more, right? But then Anakin does his thing, proves that it wasn't her, proves that it was Barris, and he was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, then she's gone. All right, got by Barris, like, lock her up. And then he moves on to another step of, okay, now I got to go after Padme. Or, you know, we have to, you know separate younglings we well yeah that that and you we had to separate anakin from padme but ahsoka was the i mean you could again you could argue maybe this isn't what it's supposed to be maybe we're again speculating and just whatever but i think i wouldn't put it past palpatine that this was a plan to separate because he knew the connection between those two was so strong and that if he tried to pull Anakin and if Ahsoka was still alive or, you know, still part of the Jedi Order that he might have been like, no, because Ahsoka would have pulled him back. Ahsoka thinks that. She discusses that in Rebels. The fact that she left the Jedi Order she blames herself for Anakin's turn. And again, you can, again, because we'll talk about it in Rebels because it's a whole different set of, uh, set of, uh, you know, talking points but yeah it that moment i agree is um is important that episode is very important that i mean i will say for an honorable mention for me her and ventress in that arc yes some of my favorite stuff two of my favorite characters them working together i want it all give me a whole like show of ahsoka ventress (laughs) ventures i would love that obviously it's not gonna happen but like i would have loved more of those two I love from that point you get the rest of Ahsoka's arc, right? Then you get the Siege of Mandalore and then every, all of that. I would have loved, and you can see it in if you read The Dark Disciple, but from that moment of Ahsoka and Ventress together and them 
questioning their beliefs, then to see what happens with Ventress with the Jedi Order, Count Dooku, and um, what's his name? Uh, Quinlan. Quinlan. Quinlan Voss. Voss. Um, I I wish I hope that's a Tales of the Jedi. I just hope. Yeah. Because yeah, one the novel's fantastic. You should read it. Um, or listen to it. Listening to it is really great as well too. But you know, Ventress just she needs her story topped off in animation or live action. It just needs to happen. And again, you talk about impact. Her impact on Ventress. I know. I mean, again. Her, her impact on everybody. So good right. impact on everybody. Is... Can, I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. Is that her impact on this era is so palpable. It's insane. It really is, Angie. You are totally right. She impacts every single person that she touches. In a positive way, though, too, right? Not, like, again, because of sticking with the Ventress and Ahsoka, because of, I think, what those two went through in that little episode, that 20-freaking-minute episode, that changed Ventress. Right? That changed her whole, I think, perspective. Yep. I mean, again, yeah, you could argue that she was still a bounty hunter, but I think With that a changed. sweet helmet. Oh, that's my favorite. If they ever did an action figure, <laughs> dude, I am buying that, pre-ordering that 100%, because that's my favorite massage outfit. But again, her impact of, because maybe of that interaction, she is willing to help the Jedi, right? In Dark Disciple. Because of Ahsoka. Because of because of the similarities that she saw with Ahsoka, right? The Jedi turning their back on, on a, yet another Padawan, right? Or another Jedi. That's how Asajj felt. But then to see how much Ahsoka fought to show her in, or her innocence, I think that, you know, that, I think that shoved Ventress in a different direction. That's just my that's just my opinion. Again, the impact. The impact of Ahsoka is is wild for sure in, in this whole Clone Wars series. Uh you got any more, Ange? Like one or two more? I mean, obviously the Siege of Mandalore, the um you know it goes without saying, right? That right, goes right. without saying. I mean, that's just that is essential Clone Wars watching, Ahsoka Tano watching, Rex watching. It it's just completely essential. So, um, I mean, that is, I mean, every once in a while, I kind of just watch that on its own. Just, you know, Me too. like a movie. So good. Yeah, it really is. No, yeah, that that's a solid one. Uh, any other? I uh, got one more or two more or anything? No, I mean, I, I those were the kind of what I found. There's so much more, right, though? There's oh, yeah. so, so oh, yeah. many more stories with Ahsoka and Padme, right? Where Padme oh, yeah. introduces... Mina Bonteri to Ahsoka, and Ahsoka learns that separatists aren't enemies; they're they're people. So um, that that's pretty good watching too. And um, then Ahsoka with the Mandalorians, you know, um, there's all of that as well too. So there's just so much. Um, and how how I think like you could get through it. Um, if you've never been through it, is to start with the essential episodes that Disney Plus has um, deemed. I think that's a great way to start. And then eventually you'll just kind of be like, oh, well, maybe I should, you know, watch this or, you know, I think that just kind of opens up. Yeah. To, no, yeah. to the whole story. 
Oh, 100%. and honestly, if like if you're one of our listeners and you're listening to this, um, first of know, all, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> first of all, thank you. Second of all, we don't do these episodes justice just by discussing them. I mean, to to actually go and watch them and experience them is is amazing. So. Um, I really recommend that any of the episodes that we brought up today that you go and watch them. I just want to agree. I think for me, a lot of this, again, yeah. Siege of Mandalore, the whole, her trial and the season five, important stuff. I think you mentioned it. The one where she's uh, teaching on Mandalore. Yes. That with Padme, I think there's like two episodes or three. Yes super essential it's essential for mandalorian yeah as well too and then when she is um kind of undercover or with that voluntary or um i think it's yeah and he they're talking to Bo, who was part of death watch at the time and their first interaction is hilarious if you don't know kids so good <laughs> bo katan slaps her on the butt and it's so funny <laughs> it's so great it's so funny <laughs> but though i mean but then to think how important like that i mean we'll talk about that in rebels but like how important those two are again when we get it at the end in season mandalore but like where they started again impact to where they are now and then moving forward oh it's good stuff yeah i mean it's it's so there are a lot of episodes that you can watch that's just about ahsoka more than what's on the essential but yeah i would i'm with you Ange. watch the essentials watch those episodes because you will get a really good sense of who she is and again it goes beyond the clone wars era it gets you into rebels gets you into mando and boba fett so watch all of them they're really good and highly recommend as well that if anybody that again any of our listeners First of all, A, again, yeah, A, thank you. B, if you haven't watched Clone Wars or Rebels yet, this is a good good litmus test and a good kind of intro. Because then you yeah. can be like, oh, okay, I want to, yo, oh, what, what, what is going on? Especially when you get into Rebels, because you're going to want to watch, you're going to want to watch all that show for sure. And final thoughts on her, uh, Ahsoka's journey through Clone Wars or anything like that? No, uh, I just, I, I can't wait for our next conversation, you know, for us to get into, you know, Tales of the Jedi. Um, and the novel. The, the novel, and then eventually get to Rebels. I can't, I can't wait. And then I can't, I can't believe we're, we're getting a, a standalone show for this character. Yeah, it's still crazy. That's crazy. It's still nuts. Yeah. And I'm so excited that, that we are getting that because we're it's both so excited. Funny. I was listening to Force Center and they described it as like when you see like a good friend of yours like being successful and you're like, man, that's great. You're just like, proud, right? You're just proud, right? That's that's Ahsoka to us, our our good friend that's that's getting out there and everybody's gonna experience her. It's so great. Oh, a hundred percent. Again, yeah. Ken and Joseph and Jen at Force Center. Yeah. Three of the best. Three of the best for sure. All right, guys, that's it. That's the show. I hope you guys liked our conversation. And we got more coming up, just like Andrea was saying. Our next episode is going to be about, you know, the Tales of the Jedi. So this is kind of post-Clone Wars and then the novel and kind of similarities, differences, but kind of an idea of what she was doing post-Clone Wars. And after that, we're going to talk about Rebels. And after that, we'll do Mando slash Boba Fett. 
And then, you know, we'll talk about uh, some other maybe characters uh, before this show. For sure, Thrawn. we want to do Thrawn. Yeah. Thrawn's a big one, kids. We are going to talk about him because he's obviously a looming presence that will be in the show in Ahsoka. So we're really excited. All right, guys. Uh, if you like this episode, uh, give us a good rate and review. Uh, if you don't mind, and then we are on uh, Twitter at the Galactic Pod. Then you can follow us there and follow our show on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the major platforms. So again, go ahead, give us a rate review if you're liking it, and go check out our other episodes where we talk about Rebels. We talk about a lot of Clone Wars stuff, uh, especially when that came out. We have all those breakdowns, which was a lot of fun. So go check those out. And you can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Knows on Twitter, question mark still. <laughs> you can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez, uh, at R2D2Step on Twitter. It was just BTS's 10th birthday. Happy birthday, my little tannies. I love you. <laughs> and that's your BTS update for the week, kids. All right, that's it. That's the show. And as always, may that force be with you. Always always <laughs>